Hi everyone, Amanda here, and this is Planned, Prepped, and Productive, the podcast where I'm helping moms ditch perfection and find peace through planning. This is episode 56, four ways to cook a turkey to clear up oven space this Thanksgiving. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be with you talking one of my favorite topics today, which is Thanksgiving. I am one of those weirdos that actually really loves the challenge of trying to juggle and make sure that I'm able to put all of the Thanksgiving dishes on the table, um, keeping them relatively warm and relatively delicious. And I feel like I've got a pretty good system down, but let's be honest, Thanksgiving is, it's a juggle. It's like the ultimate test for a cook. So at this point, when it's time to do Thanksgiving dinner, you've mastered successfully making a roux for your gravy. You know how to cook your meat without overcooking it. You can make yeast rolls that rise beautifully and taste fluffy and delicious. But for this test, can you do it all in one day, put it all on the table hot, get the kitchen cleaned and decorated, all while you have your kiddos around and maybe even your guests? Oh, and you only get one oven. Yikes. Sounds super challenging because it is. So if you listened to the podcast last year, then you know that I have put together a complete guide to Thanksgiving dinner, including what you can meal prep. That's completely free and includes recipes. So you know when to do what and how you can make this logistical nightmare happen without a hitch, or at least without a big hitch. Um, And I'll drop a link to that guide if you want to snag it in the show notes, as well as the last podcast if you want to listen to that. Anyway, in that podcast episode, I mentioned that I like to cook my turkey in a slow cooker to clear up space in my oven. Um, This year, where many of us will be staying home and keeping the holidays small, this might be a really, really good solution for you. And we'll talk more about that as one of the ways that you can clear up oven space later in this episode. But after I put out that episode last year, I thought I should look for other solutions for those of you who are hosting a bigger group or have a bigger family and need to make a full turkey instead of a turkey breast because when you use the slow cooker, you're limited to a turkey breast because that's what you can fit in the slow cooker. So I have this year put together four different ways to cook a turkey to clear up oven space. I'm really excited to chat about these. So with that, let's dive right in. The first thing we're gonna talk about though before we get into the four different ways is how you can prepare your turkey Um, for cooking. So how you can season it essentially. So through the years, I've done a lot of different things. When I use a slow cooker, I actually generally don't do any real seasoning in advance, but you absolutely could. It would only make it better. Um, So the two ways that I like to season my turkey are either with a wet brine or a dry brine. And you've probably heard about brining turkeys before, but we're just going to go into a little brief overview of what that is because you'll want to make sure that your bird is well seasoned before you cook it in any of these methods. So a wet brine involves submerging your turkey in an ice water slash salt slash sugar solution. You'll need to clear up quite a bit of fridge space if you're choosing to use this method or if you're lucky like me and the weather outside is already below 40 degrees, then you can just keep that turkey outside. But It's really imperative for food safety that that bird stays below 40 degrees, so a fridge is your safest bet. And you'll use this brine 
for 12 to 24 hours. You can brine your turkey in a bucket, or some people choose to use a cooler or just a really big pot. Anything that the turkey fits in, you'll put it in there in the brine and let that brine do its magic for 12 to 24 hours. If you are limited on fridge space or just don't want to mess with, you know, the mess of submerging a turkey in a solution, then you could try a dry brine, which I actually generally prefer simply because of ease. So a dry brine does essentially the same thing as a wet brine, which is make sure that the seasoning goes all the way throughout and also adds to the moistness of the bird. Um, But a dry brine is just exactly like it sounds. It doesn't involve any water. So you'll use a salt sugar mixture with some other seasonings just rubbed on the outside of the bird and then rinsed off before you make it. So I've included more info on both of these options in the show notes because that was just a really brief overview. I just wanted to make sure that you guys are seasoning your birds before we jump into any of these cooking methods. Okay, so now that your bird's all brined and ready to go, how are you going to cook it? in a way that clears up that oven so you can be using it to make your sides and not be doing this, you know, gymnastics in and out of the oven quite as much. You'll still have to do a little bit because there's a lot of Thanksgiving sides. So the first way that you can cook a turkey outside of your oven is by deep frying. So to deep fry a turkey, you will need a turkey fryer. Um, I've dropped a link to these in the show notes and they're available for around $50. So they're not too expensive. Um, You're also going to need a propane burner though, because in order to deep fry your turkey, you're going to want to do that outside Um, just as a safety precaution. And also you don't want all of that hot oil inside your kitchen. You can find kits that include both the turkey fryer and the line to hook it up to propane and cook it outside all in one as well. So you can buy those things separately or you can buy them all together. And I've included links for all of those options in the show notes. So check out the show notes. This episode is a little bit link heavy. So you're going to want to maybe just take mental notes of the things that interest you, bookmark the show notes and go back to it later so that you can find all this information as you want to use it. You're also going to need a thermometer to check the oil temperature because in order to cook your turkey properly by deep frying, you need to keep a really close eye on the temperature of the oil. You want it to be just the right temperature the entire time. And I'm including a link to a recipe so that if you want to try this method, you can follow the recipe step by step. This is kind of more of an overview episode, but you can get that information in the show notes if you're interested in trying it yourself. Um, Also included in many of the turkey fryer kits that you buy, you will also get a little hook to lift the turkey in and out of the fryer, which will be really important as well. So just make sure that whatever option you're purchasing has a way to get that turkey out so that you're not, you know, panicking after you have a fully deep fried turkey that you can't get out of the oil. Okay, so why would we want to deep fry a turkey? What are the benefits here? So obviously, every method I'm talking about today, one of the big benefits is that it clears up space in your oven so that you can work on other things. But why else would you want to deep fry a turkey? Um, I haven't actually tried this method myself yet, but those who have swear that fried turkey tastes more moist and delicious than an oven roasted bird, and I believe them because what doesn't taste better fried, right? You also get to have the turkey cook outside, which is a win to, you know, clear up space in your kitchen, not just your oven, but your entire kitchen. One really, really cool thing about 
frying a turkey is that your turkey can be finished in less than an hour. It's a really, really fast method for cooking turkey. So if you want to get that bird done quick, then frying is your way. Um, some of the cons of this method is that you'll probably need somebody to help you fry the turkey while you finish the dishes inside or someone that you trust to finish up the dishes inside. This isn't really a good method for someone who's trying to run the entire show by themselves. Uh, also with little ones for me personally, probably why I haven't tried this method yet. I don't love the idea of gallons and gallons of hot oil, um, anywhere around where my kids could be. Obviously you would exercise extreme caution and keep the kids away, but it just makes me pretty nervous with my kids around. So this is something that I'm probably going to try when everybody's a little bit older and I feel it's a little bit safer for us. So those are your pros and cons. Uh, like I said, I've dropped a recipe from Al and Brown in the show notes if you want to try this method yourself. Okay, so the second method for cooking a turkey to free up space in your oven would be to cook your turkey using a smoker. So to smoke a turkey, you're obviously going to need a smoker. There are a lot of different types, and I've done so much research on them, and I still am always confused. But I'm dropping a link that summarizes all of them, and it seems like most of the people who are enjoying smoked turkey, as I've done some research around the internet, are using a pellet smoker. So the most affordable option I could find that has great reviews is the Camp Chef pellet smoker, and I've dropped a link to that if you want to check it out. Um, it's about $400. Pellet grills don't come cheap. So if your only purpose for buying one is to make your Thanksgiving turkey, you might want to look at some of the other options that we have coming up. But if you're interested in getting into smoking meats, then this just might be the perfect excuse for you to splurge. Again, I haven't made smoked turkey myself yet, but I have eaten it and it was honestly the best turkey that I have ever tasted. So if you can afford it, I highly recommend this method. Pros are, again, your turkey is cooking outside. Uh, pellet smoking is more hands-off than frying, so you can leave your turkey alone more with this option. Lastly, I can attest to the fact that it tastes amazing, like I said. Okay, we're going... Okay, so cons of using a smoker is that smoking your turkey is a longer cooking method. In fact, it's going to take longer in the smoker than it would in your oven. Uh, the other con is the expense of the smoker, like we already mentioned. So if you don't already have a smoker, this option might just be too expensive for you. But if you are interested in trying this method, I've got a fun recipe from Dinner at the Zoo linked below. So you can click on that link and check it out. Okay, so the next method I already talked about in the beginning, and this method is to use a slow cooker. And this is the method that I have used the most often for cooking turkey for my Thanksgiving dinners. Cooking a turkey in the slow cooker is literally the most hands-off method. Pros of this method are that it doesn't require special equipment and it tastes great. Cons to this method are that you can't fit a whole turkey into a slow cooker unless you happen to find a super tiny turkey. So you're limited to cooking just a turkey breast. This is plenty of meat for a small gathering, but it's a bummer for those people that really like dark meat. I have overcome that problem in the past by grabbing a few turkey legs and throwing them in the slow cooker with the turkey breast, and that's worked just fine. Um, another con of using the slow cooker is that the skin is soft and soggy, not like it would be in the oven, 
where it gets, you know, nice and crisp. But again, you can overcome this problem fairly easily by broiling the skin in the oven after it's been cooked. But this will take up some oven space and is an extra step, of course. So if you want to use this method, but you have a bigger group, you still can just try borrowing an extra slow cooker or two to make two or three turkey breasts. If you're interested in trying this method, which I highly recommend, try the recipe below from Recipe Tin Eats. All right, so we're on to the last method. The last method I have for you is to use a roaster oven. And this is the method that my mother-in-law uses, which I think is really brilliant and a fun option for you. So a roaster oven would be the most comparable to cooking your bird in your standard oven. And if you don't know what this is, it's kind of like an electric, almost looks like a gigantic slow cooker. And I've linked to one below if you want to check it out. They range in price from $50 to $150. They're electric and just plug into your wall so you can cook it right in your kitchen. The pros here, obviously, is that you would be able to cook a standard-sized bird with pretty standard directions using this method. The cooking equipment is not overly expensive, and it's going to taste very similar to standard oven roasted turkey. Okay, so on to the cons. Roaster ovens are a pretty large piece of kitchen equipment, and you likely won't use it very much other than for Thanksgiving. So you may not have the space to store such a large one-time use type of item. And honestly, that's the biggest con I could come up with this method. Um, I'm leaning towards purchasing one of these in the future to use regularly for my Thanksgiving dinners as my family grows and I need bigger options. So this is the option that I was the most excited about as I did my research. Um, If you want to try using a roaster oven, you can use any recipe really that you like for turkey, but I've dropped one in the show notes from food.com that has been perfected for the electric roaster oven. So check that out if you want to try this method. Okay, so there you have it. Four ways to cook a turkey to clear up oven space this Thanksgiving. I hope this has sparked some ideas for how you can put that meal on the table in the least stressful way possible. If you want that complete Thanksgiving guide that I talked about, including what you can make ahead and meal prep for the holiday to save your sanity, the link for that is in the show notes as well. With COVID-19 raging in many parts of the country, including my own, next week, I'm going to be sharing our family's Christmas advent calendar with fun at-home ways that you can celebrate the holidays. I'm really excited about it. Thanks for listening, everyone. I appreciate and I'm grateful for every single listener and every single download. Thanks for showing up for me. All my best and happy planning. Happy planning.